0: Welcome to the session. There was once an individual who said, there's
1: peer pressure, but there's also peer priority. Gee, where have I heard that before?
0: (laughs) Where faith and life connect.
1: I think I just heard a whole bunch of people yell, amen. Yeah, hallelujah. I hope so.
0: A time to explore issues facing the family today. Marriage is about what can I look at inside of me and take care of in me to offer to my spouse a better me. And where it's okay to laugh a little.
1: It is so good to hear you say that. To hear someone else preach that message. It is. Well, again, for years, I've heard you preach it. It's finally soaking in. (laughs) Yes, the celebration of success.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the session on Rise FM.
1: It is time for Faith and Life to Connect here on Rise FM, and I am Scott here with the King of the Cranium, Mm -hmm. Tom Russell from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries, and we're going to have two things going on in our podcast today. First of all, My allergies and a cold have hit at the same time, so I will try not to sneeze on you. (laughs) And Tom has had a heck of a time, so we're going to hope he stays awake. That's right. I've been out in the sun all day. Uh, Yeah. and it's warm, it can wear you out. So today, we're going to be talking about uh, connecting with your family. It's taken from an article called Five Out-of-the-Box Ways to Connect as a Family, And uh, also some information from all pro-dads and Proverbs 31 women. So we've actually got seven things we're going to try and do Uh today. All right. No pressure, Tom. Yeah, none. All right. So let's give ourselves time to dive in. Why don't we head toward God's Word?
0: Let's do that. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words, which I command you today, shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. What Together.
1: Are, yes. Together. So there, a lot of the history of the Jewish nation and, the well, really the world in general, a lot of it was an oral tradition originally put down over time as families, mm-hmm. shared with families, and that's how history was kept. Right. Until we learn, you know, this little writing thing that with language and that kind of thing. So, that to me is where that, the Genesis, if you will, of the Deuteronomy passage. See what, yeah. see what I did there? Gen- Genesis. Old t- Sorry, <laughs> if I explain it, it's not any good. All right, so we're going to talk about some different ways that you and your family can connect this, this summer with school on its. Uh, now that school is out and right about now, you're probably hearing things from kids like i'm bored (laughs) or hungry or well or both or at the same time (laughs) yeah yeah so we're going to work on doing that together and at the outset i want to just state the obvious that all of these things are age appropriate yeah there are some things that you you'll need to scale them back if your kids are little ones and you can ramp them up if you've got teenagers because they're going to ramp them up for you anyway for sure yeah (laughs) all right so let's start with this uh
0: schedule your time together very important. Well, and Scott, the best way to ensure a family stays connected is to plan it on the calendar before scheduling any other commitments. And I think this is really important. So whatever the family activity is, while you're either doing after you do it or before you do it, you plan when's the next time you're going to do it. So you're being intentional, you're being proactive to always do it. And I would also encourage husbands and wives to do that.
1: Oh, yeah, because that that was actually the note that I've got here. Schedule your time together just like you would a date night.
0: Yeah, and then during the date night, you schedule out the next one. So if somebody calls and says, hey, can you, and it's during the date night or time you were planning, you say, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm not available that night. Right. They are just as important. Your spouses are just as important as somebody else who might be calling wanting you to do something.
1: So on the session today, we're talking about uh, out-of-the-box ways to connect as a family. So the first one, schedule the time. Don't just assume that everybody's going to be home on Friday night because as the kids get older, <laughs> that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Number two, oh, boy, put away technology.
0: Definitely. Well, and for Scott, the distraction of technology can be an issue for sure, both parents and kids. So have a designated spot. For all devices when it's time for family fun, this removes the temptation to check email or Facebook during your special time together, and it shifts the focus to the real-life interaction, which seems to be a lost art.
1: Yeah, the idea of sitting down together and playing a game of Uno Flip or a game of Twister or a game of, I don't know, insert something here.
0: Yeah, Kathy and I learned a fun, real simple game in in the last few months called Sevens, a card game, where you deal out all the cards, four people, maybe six people can play it, and what happens is whoever has the seven of hearts lays it out on the table, and then the next play would either be a six of hearts or an eight of hearts, and you run the cards all the way through from ace all the way through king, ace being one and then the two parts. So then the only other play you have is if you have the seven of diamonds, spades, or clubs, you can lay those out too and do the same thing. The goal here is to go out first.
1: First one to be rid of it, use
0: starting with the sevens. Right, And and if you can't play, you don't have anything in your hand to lay down, then you have to take a card from your neighbor next door. So it gets to be really interesting, huh and, okay, and so you subtract your points from your total at the end, so if someone gives you three aces and a couple of kings, you have know, forty five sixty five points right there.
1: yeah, interesting. Yeah. I guess all right. fine, all yeah. right, so there's just one of the uh, one thing you can do to put away your technology and get out some cards. all right, right. number three, make a family playlist,
0: yes. For those who may not know Scott, we're likely talking here about we're we're about Spotify and maybe Pandora. I'm not real sure about Pandora. I think that's true, but what happens here is it's a great way to teach honoring to our children.
1: okay, yeah, unpack this for me a little bit. I was trying to put. Honor me, honoring with "Shut Up and Dance with Me" in a playlist, and I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out how those two work together. So, unpack yeah. that for me a little bit. I will. Let's say that
0: husband and wife and their four children are going to make a playlist, so everybody gets to choose what song they want to put on the playlist. Okay. So it's interesting. Probably the family social target will get the most grief about the one they picked. The one with the least power, will, they'll try to talk out of, picking that song. But the parents can step in and say, no, we're going to honor your sister.
1: We're going to honor her. There you, it is. Yeah. Okay.
0: So that this is their choice, and it empowers them, which is really a good thing.
1: Huh. See, my daughter went and did that for us. The last uh-huh. couple of vacations we've taken, uh-huh. she's created what she calls the road trip. Uh-huh. And it's a playlist of what she thinks are my favorite songs, her mom's favorite songs, and her daughter's favorite songs, uh-huh. and hers. Right. Puts them in a playlist, and she says, got a new surprise for you. Hits the mm-hmm. button, and we get the new road trip. Uh-huh. Right. And then we start talking. And it does. It leads to conversations. Mm-hmm. Because kids then start saying, Mommy, why do you play? I don't know that song. And they, you know, you play a song from high school, and they're like, what is wrong with you? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and you can have some fun explaining right. y- explaining the music you listened to when you were in school. Right. And we honor those differences. And have fun with them. Yeah. Don't be afraid to laugh at each other's fun. I mean, that's yeah. half the fun of it. So we're talking about out-of-the-box ways you can connect as a family this summer. And the next one, okay, now ignore the first part of the sentence, shovel a driveway <sighs> or mow a yard. Someone elderly or disabled. What a a great idea. Something you can do together on a Friday night. Well, and for sure. And I have to
0: say, praise the Lord, our neighbors across the street. Well, I think I've shared before that our neighbors across the street and our neighbors to the north and our neighbors to the south have all identified Kathy and I as the senior citizens (laughs) of the neighborhood. So they do our yard every week. Well, isn't that cool? And our neighbors to the south add our sidewalks.
1: Well, that's pretty neat. Well, yes. See, they, they also know that when you went out in the winter to do that, you broke your hip. Yes. So, yeah, they don't, they don't want to see a repeat of that. Oh, yeah.
0: And yeah. the neighbors to the south, are regularly and regularly making that comment. Oh, you be careful. <laughs> you could fall.
1: <laughs> I've had my next-door neighbor. Now, keep in mind, I've only got a 16th of an acre. Okay? Uh-huh. So, you know, just little itty-bitty plots. My neighbor next door has had a heart attack, so he can't cut the lawn anymore. Right. So on this little 16th of an acre, he's got a riding lawnmower. Okay. He's offered to let me use it. Okay. Because he knows I have hip issues, and by the time I'm done cutting the lawn, my hips are screaming. Oh, my. He says, well, why don't you use my rider? I said, no, this is my exercise. This I have to keep my hips moving, and sitting isn't going to help that. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> and I've offered to do his for him. You know, you go on vacation, you leave town, I'll be happy to cut the lawn for you. No, it's okay. We got it. So yeah, but yeah, that's, reach out to your neighbors and everybody's got that neighbor, the the little old grandma that everybody just absolutely adores Mm -hmm. that, you know, you just, you just want to do something for, and there's something you can do. Right. Sounds good. You know, so, all right. So as we run through these out of the box ways to connect as a family, oh boy, we're going to have to unpack this one for a little (laughs) bit because I can just see, I see all kinds of good and bad here. Right. Schedule a no-rules night. Right. I've heard this called different names, too. I forget what the other one is, but it's a kids' rule night or something like yeah, that. Maybe.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. No rules, but it's no ambulances either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no no fire departments. Yeah. No secret service. Right. No police will be called in the conduct of this evening.
0: So the children have the potential, Scott, as long as it's safe to be a lot of fun and empowering it to the children— We once did this with our children years ago when we rented a cabin and they had a picnic table out on the screened-in porch and we all gathered around the picnic table and we were going to play a game. Well, we decided we were going to let Mandy, because she didn't have the power very often, she was going to design the game. Well, it was a game of no rules (laughs) except what Mandy made. (laughs) And so the whole goal here was for Mandy to win naturally and she did naturally and it was fun but the rules were really off the wall and strange (laughs) they always benefited
1: mandy so that she could ellie and i noticed you said you've only done it once right (laughs) (laughs) and and i wouldn't mind if you have had experience with these no rules nights with your kids yeah i'd love to hear from you great idea Uh, feel free to let us know how it went yeah and what you did and and just kind of the parameters of the evening, what some of the the things the kids decided to do when there were no rules right. or you couldn't say no I it, think that's it, isn't that the they the can't say no night or something like yeah. that. And uh, just let us can't know. say no. Yeah. yeah, email me, scott at risefmohio.com, and I would love to hear how it really went.
0: Well, yeah, I want to make sure that, that <laughs> the, the sheriff didn't show up, nor did the ambulance show up. That's right. And you had a good time.
1: That's right. And there's something else that I see here, Tom. I, just, I, I looked at it and I went, yeah, I can see this being a, an insurance commercial, but... It also gives kids a chance to see real consequences for their choices in a safe setting. Okay. Where, you you know, you're there if things go off the rails. Right. But if they say, well, the rule is I want to do this, and you're like, okay, no rules night, and then something does happen. Right. Now they see the consequences of the action.
0: And that's a good example of reality therapy. Okay. Yeah. Reality taught them. This is probably not a good idea.
1: Mom and dad didn't teach them. Reality taught them. Yeah, taught themselves. And I, there was something else that comes out of this. Okay. No rules night hits. Yeah. And it goes well. The right. kids make good choices. You get to celebrate success. Yes. See? Hey, how about that? We did that. It, it only took five of the seven before <laughs> we got to it. Yes, definitely. But it's, you know, even the next day, you get up the next morning, you're like, Hey, we had a great time last night. You know, you all did a great job with that. What do you want for breakfast? Yeah, let's celebrate. Yeah. How do you want to celebrate with breakfast? You know, I want my chocolate chip pancakes, Daddy. Oh, yeah. You know, and here comes chocolate chip pancakes. Right. And while Mom's still trying to get her coffee down, just trying to become conscious again. (laughs) All right. So our next one, connect in prayer and Bible study. Now, this may seem a little bit heavy when you're talking about reconnecting as a family, but... I mean, think about it. I I looked at it, and I thought, really? That's one we're going to talk about? And then I thought about it for a minute. Okay. How often are we really together as a family to do that? Mm-hmm. Devotions, a lot of times it's one-on-one right. or one-on-two, depending on the kids. The kids are in Sunday school separately. Right. Some churches, they're in children's worship. They're not upstairs with you in the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So how often do we really have to spend time together? In prayer or Bible study. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really important, Scott. This
0: has the potential for success so we can
1: celebrate once again.
0: Absolutely. If prayer and Bible study is relevant to what's happening in the children's world. So there are, are definitely children's books, magazines. Brio comes to example. Uh-huh. where going through some of the things that are in there with them that really is in their world. Now it's another example of getting into their world and not Dragging them kicking and scratching into our
1: world. And today we're going to read the book of Numbers. <laughs> Sit still. So, yeah, here's. I did this with a youth group. I took them on a mission trip. Uh huh. And every night, one of them led the Bible study. Right. I might have given them basic parameters. Uh huh. But they had to lead it and they had to construct it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my way of trying to give them a little bit of control mm-hmm. over something during a week where I had complete and total rule and I ruled with an iron fist. Ooh well uh, you had to I, I had to because I've right. got a whole bunch of teenagers right in upstate New York where there are bears. Oh I yeah. had to stay in control. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't just let them wander around this park. For sure. So yeah. But it's you know, giving them the opportunity to lead to they can find out just a little bit of what teacher goes through. Right. Which I thought was, a, you know, yeah. I think that that's a really neat thing. But again, age appropriate. Mm-hmm. You know, your 5-year-old's not going to be able to lead a Bible study when you got a 12-year-old in the house. Right, yeah. You know, you got to help them a little bit.
0: But they may be able to say a simple prayer, or they might be able to say something positive about somebody.
1: And maybe the 5-year-old has more of a craft-based Bible study, whereas your 12-year-old might just do a real old-fashioned Bible study. Right.
0: Or you have the 12-year-old giving a simple Bible study to the 5-year-old And then mom and dad can go put their feet up
1: now. (laughs) You're bad. Just kidding. (laughs) All right, here we are at number seven. Already? Do a ministry or service project. Now, again, this seems kind of heavy for out-of-the-box things to do as a family, but how many times have you and a family actually gone and done a project together? Right. And particularly around the holidays, nearing
0: Christmas, I think this is awesome when they would do a ministry project of maybe cleaning out toy room. Now, it's a two-fold deal here. The mom and dad are happy to get the (laughs) toy room cleaned out. But then we also focus with the children about giving those to somebody who are not going to have Christmas so that they can have Christmas. I think that's just so powerful because they begin to learn to give.
1: Why do I remember you did this— with the kids a couple of times over the years as they they grew out of toys you went back with them and said okay we're going to clean this room out tonight and then you decide where you're going to give these
0: right there was a couple different projects where you could brighten a Christmas being one that was always good and so it teaches the children to give so that they don't turn out to be stingy people you know another example of that that I did was we would, if I had one of the troops with me when we went to the store to get something for mom, you know, we would talk about, if you manage your behavior well in there and I don't have any serious attacks of the I once, <laughs> we'll celebrate. So we would go in and they knew if they kept their act together, when they, it got time to check out, we would celebrate, which usually meant they could pick something off the candy shelf. Well, here's what I did. I said, you know what? What you ought to do also is pick one out for your siblings, one each, and then you make sure you give it to them just because you care about them. So as it turns out, that helps them again learn to give and to share.
1: And they start developing a relationship with their siblings too that way. Right. Yeah, their stock goes up. Yeah. Great idea. And then next time the kid, the other one's at the store, oh, that's right. They got me that. So I'm going to get them this. Yeah. Then instead of it's, hey, mommy, can I get them? Can I get this for Mandy? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's snowballs. How does, I'm not sure if this would be an appropriate rabbit trail to take, but let's go ahead and take it anyway. Why not? Mm-hmm. Can allowances come into play here when you're working on these family? connection things where you do um let's say you do a ministry project and you go out and you take care of uh the lady next door that's a widow and she's by herself and i for some reason i think of my great-grandmother in battle creek with this i have no idea how grandma brenner ever cut her lawn Uh so i'm assuming somebody in the neighborhood did right Probably my English teacher across the street. Okay. Oh, that's the eeriest thing in the world. You go to your great-grandmother's and you see somebody else across the street say hi to you, and you know you know who it is and you can't place her? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, my uh, gosh. That that. drove me nuts.
0: Yeah. I'm still trying to figure one out from a couple years ago at (laughs) Sam's Club, who came up to me and greeted me and said, hi, Tom. And I so much wanted to say, who are you? (laughs) But I didn't have enough nerve. <laughs> but to this day I still haven't put my finger on. It's like, I know I knew her from some kind of outing or something like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there was a deep there was a rabbit hole to that once upon a time. But can can allowances be used in this? Let's say you do that project for uh the widow next door. Can you maybe do a raise in an allowance as a celebration of success for why wow, you did a really great job with that flower bed. Uh, I'm going to give you a couple extra bucks on your allowance.
0: Oh, yeah. And again, but what's really important about celebration is we want to
1: separate it from a
0: reward, which I'll reward you with a couple of extra bucks, versus, hey, you did such a great job uh, with that flower bed. How would you like to celebrate? Well, how about if you put money toward my allowance or the, that I want to buy uh, whatever? Okay. Yeah. It seems so split in hairs. But the idea is we want them working for their prize, not mom and dad's prize.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, okay, I get it now. So that may not be totally appropriate.
0: Well, yeah, but to, to say you did a really great job with that flower bed, how would you like to celebrate? Whatever they would like to do would be great. You know, I remember when I was a teacher, and I was really beginning to experiment with the celebration of success, and then I eventually wrote curriculum, Classroom management for fifth graders using the celebration of success and goal setting. The classroom management was all that. So I remember there were times when I was early in doing it, and I said, Yeah, we'll celebrate with chocolate chip cookies. And I, to this day, don't understand, Scott. Some people don't like chocolate chip cookies. Aliens? Aliens, yeah, maybe. <laughs> There's something seriously
1: wrong with that, I... <laughs> what? No. Uh, chocolate chip cookies are a must-have, yes, please. Wow. So as we wrap up today, Tom, we've been talking about uh, some out-of-the-box ways to connect as a family from All Pro Dads and Proverbs 31 Woman. And you can go to either website and see other great ideas that you can do. And, of course, we'll have these in our show notes and on the podcast network at risefmohio.com. We talked about scheduling your time together, putting away technology, making a family playlist, mowing a yard, doing something like that for someone elderly or disabled, scheduling a children's no rules night. Hmm. I can't imagine. And please do any time, any of these that you have done, we'd love to hear from you. Right. You send me an email, Scott at risefmohio.com. And then talked about connecting in prayer and Bible study. You know, and you're thinking, really? Yes. How often do you do it together as a family? And then do a ministry or a service project. And I don't know, that could be going to Richland Pregnancy Services and saying, can we help clean up the pantry? Right. You know, yeah. the baby boutique or whatever like that. Um, any Any of that kind of thing. Kind of a last thing here today, Tom, I just want to encourage you today, if you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, gee, you know what? I wish... They would talk about this, right. We would love to hear from you, right if you've got a topic, if it's about a family issue, if it's about a marriage issue, if it's about Tom's golf game <laughs> or his alleged golf game or um did I say that out loud or did D- I just deteriorating golf game deteriorating <laughs> golf game and you know even issues of faith, if you want to ask us about a specific doctrinal issue of some sort. right? Tom's got some preaching under his belt. I am not a Bible scholar, and I didn't play one on TV. Uh So I'm not the one that's going to answer that question other than throw some ideas and and thoughts. But we would be glad to talk about other issues if there are things that you're dealing with maybe in your family, in your relationships. You know, maybe you've got the strong-willed child, or you've got the compliant child, or you've got the compliant husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Or you've got the teenager not listening. You know, mm-hmm. and we you need to talk about some communication skills and things that you can use. Please do let us know. Right uh, again, Scott at RiseFMOhio.com is the place to to send things, and uh, we'll even give you credit for it on the show. Right, and who knows? I might even and you share might, things with you. Sure, you
0: might even have a marriage question.
1: Yes, because I know at the heart at the heart of heritage. Here's kind of a last thought, Tom. The heart of heritage is what.
0: It is about what are we passing on to the next generation? And what does our the generation that is to follow us learning from what they see we are up to and what we do? We can talk to them about how to manage their lives, but if we're not managing our lives, don't hold your breath that it's going to happen. We can talk about this is how you treat young ladies' kids, but if they don't see you treating your wife well, don't expect them to learn. So we're building a legacy. We want to see them have a great opportunity, Scott, when they're adults. What's our world going to look like when the children reach, you know, adulthood and are actually having jobs? And
1: what's going to happen you know. to our grandkids when they when their turn comes?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And they're going to learn from their from your kids who learned from you. Right. And thus our, our desire that you really develop a strong marriage, a heritage right. in faith that people can see and that your family has to pass down one to the other. So if we, we have families that want to talk with you, Tom, or uh, share something and see what maybe the king of the cranium would say about X, Y, or Z, how can they get a hold of you to start a conversation? Well, I can be reached at heritagechristiancounselingministries.com. And remember, you can follow up on past episodes of the session at the podcast network at risefmohio.com.
0: Thank you for joining us for this session. You can listen to previous episodes on the podcast network at risefmohio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find out more about Tom Russell at heritagechristiancounselingministries.com.